Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. This week we find out if two hours of sleep in the last 24 hours negatively <laughs> impacts Elaine's ability to pay attention. Yeah. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has a specific <laughs> movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action and adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that in our opinion have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies in anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, give these sec- movies a second chance. Today's pick... No, it's supposed to say this I'm, week... On the podcast... <laughs> is a movie from Tony's top ten list. American Werewolf in London. That's right, it's your birthday pick. Happy it's birth- birthday! Happy birthday! So, happy birthday! If you can believe birthday, it, Tony is 25 birthday. years old today. Oh, I'm not that old, come on. Now, um, so for our birthdays, we forego all the rules... As opposed to just when we forego one or two of them. <laughs> and uh, we can pick any movie we want. So then why'd you pick Dracula? That wasn't your birthday movie? <laughs> no. Oh, shit. That's just Tony breaking the rules in general. Yeah. That's just him giving Elaine the opportunity to shit on something. Yes, that I really liked. not enjoy. cried all night, but thank you. <laughs> well, then stand by for this one. <laughs> we'll see how this one goes down. I might need Kleenexes. Um, so anyway, for our birthdays, we pick any, any movie we want. And I had a hard time... Even went to Facebook trying to figure out which movie I was going to do. And finally set it on American Warfare London. I do like that you took it to Facebook and you found out just how many of your friends do not listen yes. to our podcast because they did not understand. With our numbers rising as fast as they've been, which is cool, I assumed it was all because of them. No, they're all traitors and dead to me. <laughs> A couple of them suggested movies we've already done. Yes, that was the worst <laughs> that part. That was the knife in the heart. That was the worst part. It's like, oh, you should do Waterworld. Yeah, that was episode yeah. one. You should do Last Boy Scout. Son yep. of a bitch. You should do the burbs. Did, yeah. Did it. Wow. You know which one we should do is a Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. We already did that. <laughs> we, we did that once? Oh, yeah. well, then you should definitely get that one a listen. I'd just like to thank all of our new listeners because obviously you're our new friends because these old ones suck. <laughs> That's right. DJ, you're out. Oh. No, DJ listens. He's and welcome back, DJ. I missed you. <laughs> He'll hear this three months from now when he finally catches up. He's always a little behind, but he's a busy man. <laughs> Back to American Werewolf in London. Okay. came out in 1981. It Just for the record, IMDb rates it at 7.6. And the Tamamometer? Yeah. Tamamometer rates it at 90%. Uh, quick synopsis. It's two American college students on, their, on a walking trip of um, Britain are attacked by a werewolf that none of the lo- locals will admit exists. So uh, what did you think about this going in, John? Well, I had seen this movie what? a lot. Like, I grew up with this movie mm. because we had a copy of it on VHS. <laughs> and, well, because it came out in, yeah. what, 81? Yeah, 81. So we had it around, and I watched it a bit, so I knew exactly what was going to happen. And I was wondering, because I haven't seen this movie in prob- Last time I watched the movie, I was on deployment, so that was in... Wow. So that would make it a very <laughs> a long... Ago. You know, so... I was wondering if it was going to hold up. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering if it was going to hold up. So we'll stay tuned to see how that works out. Carly. I never saw it. All right. <laughs> Last hey, night so. we started watching it at 11 p.m. Too much information. And Tony said, <laughs> All right, is, is it going to be okay? This is a scary movie. <laughs> well, I don't know how you deal. I don't know how you deal. 
I don't know how you deal with horror movies. <laughs> so I wrote, Tony says it's scary, and we're about to start it at 11 p.m. Fingers crossed I don't have nightmares. <laughs> I got nothing else, though. Okay. <laughs> I never really seen you see a horror movie. Some people are really scared of horror movies. I don't know. I know people that won't watch horror movies. Honestly, I don't, and I can't say this with 100% certainty, but I don't know how, if there's a movie from 1981 that's a horror movie mm-hmm. that would scare me that much. Okay. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yep. <laughs> Tony's next picks are going to be fun. Mine's horror going films from America. before I was born tend to have terrible graphics. Yeah, I bet you wouldn't get through Sorry, Hellraiser. I'll go while he contemplates I'm going to challenge you right now with Hellraiser. Yeah. I actually, I've thought about watching that. Well, maybe the second one, Hellbound Hellraiser? No, the first one's gross. First one, yeah. yeah. Hellraiser. Watch that. Watch that at 11 o'clock tonight. Elaine, You'll call me at two. Right. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I'd never seen this. And I just knew somebody turned into a werewolf, so... I Did was, the title give that one away? That's all I knew. I knew <laughs> that yeah, one American was a werewolf. I knew someone. In London. I knew an American was going to get turned into a werewolf in London. That's all I knew, and I was interested. I ex- really looking forward to this. What's funny is when she was looking for this, she was like, "Is it the one in Paris?" I'm like, "No." I said, "Which one's first, London or Paris?" <laughs> um, they have nothing to do with each other. No, I don't think so. I haven't seen I don't the. Know. I, I saw the Paris one in the movie theater once, and I never watched it again. Yeah, I saw it one time myself. I saw it one time right when it came out. I was like, this movie shit. Yeah. Better or worse than Jack Frost? Oh, that's a toughie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I have to see it again. Well, it ain't frosty. Okay. We'll have to watch both of them tonight and uh, review them. All right. Sounds like fun. Wow. And Carly's watching. Well, you have a long night. sleeping on the couch. <laughs> All right. So this, <laughs> this movie is starring David Naughton from... Hot Dog the Movie, Detroit Rock City, but mostly from Dr. Pepper commercials in the 80s. That's where um, That's why he was so fucking familiar. Or, uh, John Landis. Jesus Christ. And Griffin Dunn, for, uh, I've only seen him really in Johnny Dangerously That's and what I know um, from. 40 Days and 40 Nights. They're the only two things I ever saw. I don't remember mm-hmm. him in 40 Days and 40 Nights. He I was definitely the boss. remember him the boss. He was the boss who took the Viagra. That they kept messing with him. He mm-hmm. kept getting messed up. I in don't them. remember. That movie's terrible. Movie's I awesome. definitely remember Johnny Davis. I enjoy that movie. It's not good. It's, it's good. really good. You know, if only it was somebody who would go drama romance. Mm, pick it. It's real terrible. Don't. <laughs> I'll shit all won't. over that. Because I don't even remember what it was called, and I promise I've never seen it. <laughs> she just doesn't like it because Shannon Sossman's in it. She, she is in it Shannon and Shannon Sossman <laughs> and her 50 bucks. <laughs> Sorry, Shannon Sossman, you're garbage. Damn. Ooh. Just just give Relaine her 50 bucks. You're <laughs> beautiful, but you're garbage. Not as beautiful as you. <laughs> point. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Husband point. <laughs> Awarded. The director and writer is John Landis. He uh, did movies like The Three Amigos, Trading Places, The Blues Brothers. He's He's done quite a bit. All classics. I love the three amigos. I do too. I haven't watched that in forever. Would you say I have a plethora of chickens? Just tell what you have a plethora of chickens. A couple of um, quickie trivia things. This movie almost starred Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. But oh, they, that would have changed it. Yeah, they were filming <laughs> Neighbors. Otherwise, they would be the stars of this movie. That would change that sh- a yeah, whole lot. really change this movie. It would make it really funny, though, I bet. Probably funny. This is supposed to be a comedy. It's mm-hmm. a comedy horror. You don't think it's funny already? Yeah. Stay tuned to the end. He uh, Landis wrote this movie when he was 20. And um, let's see what else. All songs in the movie uh, have Moon in the title. 
And it won an Academy Award for special effects. It, they <laughs> invented a. Now that's funny. <laughs> invented an Academy Award, Award for this movie. Now that's that, funny. You know what? I totally buy that. Yeah, for 81. In 81, that was probably top of the line. I have a line in here. I have some stuff I want to talk about in here when we get to it, too. Well, I'm glad you wrote some stuff down for the podcast. We I prepare. I wrote a lot down. I never do notes. Only on my movies do I do notes. <laughs> and it shows. So the film starts um, with the British countryside. Uh, Blue Moon starts playing. I don't know who sings Blue it. Um, starts playing over the credits. Um, a pickup truck filled with sheep pulls up. And out of the back hop David and Jack. They're Americans having hitched a ride um, in the back of this truck. They're hiking through Europe. The um, Moors. They're backpacking Northern college students. England. They're in the Moors. Right. Because Jack is not. Is Jack the friend? Mm-hmm. Jack yes. wanted yeah. to go to Italy. Yeah, Jack is not happy about but being stuck in the Moors. But David was like, <laughs> we started Northern England and work our way down. Jack would have been better off in Italy, I think. Mm. Possibly. Better food. Warmer the last weather. werewolves. Mm. Warmer yes. weather. Yeah. Again, less werewolves. <laughs> they didn't know. They, they uh, thank the driver, and he says he tells them to stay on the road and off the moors. They say, uh, okay, and they start walking. Jack is immediately complaining, as you say. He's not enjoying himself at all. And it's cold as fuck. Yeah, it's cold as fuck. Yeah, why didn't they rent a car or something? Because <laughs> they're backpacking. They're like, let's just walk well, across not, the moors. They're not walking, they're hitchhiking. So yeah. they're going to get to town, and then they're going to hitch another ride. Or jump on a train or something like that. Yeah, it was a Take an Uber. <laughs> after, uh, after hiking for a while, they come to a small town. Uh, in the town is a pub named The Slaughtered Lamb, complete with a painting of a wolf's head on a pike on the board, on the signboard out front. It's called foreshadowing. Look, Jack's hesitation to go in this bar is totally valid. Where is the lamb on the sign? <laughs> if it's called The Slaughtered Lamb, it should be a dead lamb, not a wolf's head. And who names their bar the Slaughtered Lamb? Outside of d and I'm just saying. I went to the Slaughtered Lamb. Once. I'm on Team Jack here. Just saying. <laughs> this isn't Twilight. Come on. There's no teams. <laughs> I'm, on team ja- I'm on Team Jack. They, uh, right here, though. <clears throat> they enter the bar and immediately everyone comfy. inside freezes and stares at them. They uh, sit down and try to order food. But this place doesn't sell food. All they sell is beer and alcohol. You or beer some, and liquor, I mean. You got some soup? No. No. <laughs> Coffee? Nothing. No. You want something hot and you have tea? Oh, we have tea. No. No. <laughs> I can make some, though. Okay. They uh, end up ordering the hot tea. Um, and then uh, Jack notices a five-pointed star with burning candles on either side on the wall. And one of the chess players uh, finally... Starts talking to, kind of addressing everybody in the bar, and starts to tell a joke. Because they ask it, they ask the waitress if she remembers the Alamo. Because they make a joke that, well, maybe they're just fans of Te- David said oh, maybe they're fans just fans of Texas. Texas, yeah. So he asked her about the Alamo. So she says she remembers the Alamo. It was a pretty good movie. And then the guy chess player starts to tell the Alamo joke. Yeah, which was fucking funny. Did you have the joke written down? I mean, I had no. Tony. Okay, there's a uh, <laughs> bunch of people on a plane. Plane's flying. A uh, group of people is from suppo- supposedly from the UN. Um, ha- halfway through the flight, they start to run out of, he says, run out of petrol. Um, That'd be fuel. Yeah, fuel. Mm-hmm. So they have to st- throw stuff out so that they can make the trip. Uh, they throw out the luggage, but it's not enough. The plane still weighs too much. 
Um, so then they throw out the chairs, still too heavy. So the French guy is a French guy. He, he says, uh, Viva la France and jumps out. And then a British guy stands up and he says, God saves the queen. And he jumps out. Um, the last one is an American. He stands up and says, remember the Alamo. And he throws out a Mexican. <laughs> Which is terrible. But yeah, it was funny. I yeah. laughed. So everyone in the bar roars with laughter. And while that while they're laughing, Jack yells out, what's that star for? Everybody immediately goes silent again. Terrible timing. Record screech. Yeah. <laughs> he ruined the joke. Way to go, Buzzkill. Um... At that point, the pub grows very hostile towards them, and uh, Jack and David see that and immediately get up to leave. As they're leaving, the uh, waitress or barkeep uh, is concerned. She says, you can't just let them leave. She seems to have a conversation with different people in the bar. And um, they're like, no, this is not, a, not our business. They go. And uh, But the one... The guy that told the joke, who's kind of mostly aggressive towards them, he tells them, he goes, hey, stay the road, stay on the road, stay off the moors, and beware the moon. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Why do they keep telling me They that? keep saying that, and they, they head out. It seemed like, you know, if the second person who's not connected to the first person tells you that, you should do that. Yeah. So what's the first thing these two dickwads do? <laughs> they leave the road. Yeah. And I'm watching it going, what the fuck? What well, the it fuck? starts raining, and they're not really paying attention. And they even doing. say it, like, what, you know. Stay off the, stay on the road, and he goes, "Oops." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, come on. Um, we cut back to the uh, pub again, and they say, "Look, uh, you can't. You, you got to go save them. You can't let them go." And they said, "Look, that's you want everyone in the world to know our business." And she goes, "Well, it's murder." And then he goes, "Then it's murder, then, and it's in God's hands." And apparently, he's not airing it. Now, full moon slips out from behind the clouds, and then it begins to rain really hard. So they seem to say, fuck it, and not paying attention, cut across the moors. Uh, uh, Back at the pub, again, they cut back again, and uh, they're still arguing back and forth. And But this time, uh, the guy's like, well, maybe they'll be okay. And that's when you hear the their big the big trademark howl. It's oh, raining. Maybe, the, maybe they'll be okay. Yeah. And uh, everybody else is like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Did he, you hear that? I didn't hear anything. Yeah, they start pretending like they No. Must be me stomach. I'm hungry. (laughs) Jack and David hear it too and are immediately concerned, (laughs) especially since since they realize they've stepped off the road into the moors and they're not following any of the rules. Because let's say for a second they don't know there's a werewolf in there, Mm -hmm. you know, for shits and giggles. You hear a howling. I would think regular wolf. Yeah, still not good scene. (laughs) In my mind, it's like a dire wolf. Maybe it's a coyote. Never good. There's no coyotes (laughs) in England. The howling grows louder, and uh, then they get really worried and start running. That's not going to help. Wolves are fast. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the animals are fast. Oh, shit, it's in front of us. Yeah, and then they stop, and they see the animal. We don't get to see it, but we see it. them staring at it, and apparently it begins to circle them. And then what he said, first he says it, and then he does it. And shit. It's shit. <laughs> they try to ignore it and start going the opposite way, uh, corrals them back again. Uh, and then they start running again, and David falls and eats shit. Uh, they both kind of laugh at it, and um, Jack holds out his hand to help David up, and that's when the beast attacks him. And I went, oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, Jack. Just like that, like, I was not prepared for... And yeah, the, the best quick. part of for the mauling Jack of Jack... Mauled. The best part about it is he says, Oh, no! You're killing me! Yeah. You're killing me! 
Well, the best part is, and I guess I guess you don't know what you're going to do in this kind of situation, but David's like, peace. He, he runs, runs away. He fucking just he runs, runs away. away. No, 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 no. He stops. He, he does runs stop. away and he hears Jack yell, it's killing me. And then he goes, Jack, like he totally forgot yeah. that Jack was there. Well, maybe he thought that Jack was right behind him. Well, and I got to be honest, if a wolf is chasing me, I don't have to be fastest. I have to be faster than you. Well, but also, Ooh. again, I'm dropping my pack. That weighs like 40 pounds. I'm getting the fuck, you know. You're also dropping a deuce. Yeah. No, maybe you, you keep the pack because you hope that when the wolf jumps on you, it attacks the pack and maybe. not you. Maybe. Well, there's a picture of Paulette in my pack, so. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep it. So David does turn back around and because he hears Jack screaming for his life as he's being eaten. And um, he turns around and heads towards... Jack, he gets pretty close, and then the beast jumps on him. You can see, like, bloody Jack. It's, yeah, it's gross. it's pretty fucked. That's not the last time we'll see bloody Jack. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. He's, um, <laughs> he's immediately attacked and thrown on the ground, and he starts getting uh, chewed up, but we hear gunshots, and apparently the pub people did come back to help him, and they all have big rifles, and they blast the well, creature. If there's a werewolf about, I'd always have a big rifle with me, yeah. too. Why not? It's a high caliber. The last thing David sees is a naked man. Yeah. Before he passes out, he looks over and it's not a beast, it's a man. But if they could have just shot the beast, why didn't they just shoot the beast? So you gotta you find the beast to shoot the beast. You would think. <laughs> so David wakes up in the hospital and immediately calls out for Jack. Uh, his nurse, Nurse Price, is checking up on him when a, doc- a doctor enters and explains that witnesses says he would sit in a sit. Whoa. Words are hard. Witnesses said he was attacked by a madman. I gotta stop. And he killed his friend Jack. Before he wakes up, the nurses are talking. Oh, yeah. And the one nurse says that she thinks he's Jewish because she checked out his man bits. And he was so (laughs) Oh, no, he's Jewish. How could you tell? I looked. That's not okay. Well, that's kind of what Nurse Price says. Like, uh... (laughs) No, no. Nurse Price doesn't go, that's not okay. She just seems mildly uncomfortable. If your coworker, well, if you British find thing. out your coworker is checking out other coworker, other patients' manly bits or lady bits, you turn that motherfucker in because <laughs> this is not okay at all. In 1981, it was okay. It's not okay. In 1981, it was okay. I was very health, upset. Healthcare. Right? They were just. She was just checking to make sure yeah. it was okay. I was they, very look, upset. she was. This guy was just mauled by um, a werewolf. Want to make sure he didn't, you know, lose the dork. I was very upset. So sure his twig and berries are intact. But I was going, that nurse looks really familiar. Because that way when he becomes so a wolf, familiar. you can kick him in the nards. She's the head nun. And we all well, know. I'm called the midwife. Wolfman's got yeah, nards. Which is one of my favorite shows. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah. See, so Jack is was killed. And um, David falls back asleep, passes out, I guess, and starts dreaming about running through the woods. He mm. wakes up, mm. and Dr. Hirsch is there. With uh, Mr. Collins. Now, a little fun fact for our Star Wars. Mr. Collins is the... Uh, um, God, I can't think of his name now, but he plays Yoda. Frank Oz. Frank Oz, yeah. I couldn't think of it. He's... He's from the embassy. Pointless. Why yeah. is this character... Why is this scene because here? Because it's Frank Why is this character Oz. Because Frank Oz because is Frank friends Oz. with Landis, I think, and they just this, put a little part in there. But yeah. It's completely pointless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And weird. Because Yoda and weird is... We called your parents and told them that Jack is dead and you were attacked. But everything's okay. Yeah. You just called my parents? <laughs> my question would be, I'm going to need your definition of my okay. Yeah. Because I'm clearly not okay. And how old is he? He's definitely a grown-up. Yeah, he's an adult. Yeah. You don't he's, just he's get, like, you don't call my parents on me. 
You contact no. Jack's parents, but you weird. don't call my parents. <laughs> yeah, was, sure you do. You gotta, what you do is you notify next of kin. So if he's not married, guess who your next of kin would be? Your parents. I'm just saying. It seems really That's weird. what the next of kin is. Seems really weird. And then he never even speaks to his parents. If they, Gwen was backpacking through Europe and we got a call that go. her friend was dead and she was in the hospital, one of us would fly over there. <laughs> well, there would also, there may be a thing with uh, allergies and stuff. They want, maybe they want to know his medications maybe. and stuff like I that. Just maybe. Found it what you do is you contact the next of kin, which should saying, be his parents. I did Are you picking up on a point down his here? His parents would show up. <laughs> it's real weird. Because I feel like even though. My parents probably don't even have valid passports. Eventually, they would show up. <laughs> and like embassy well, especially dude, if your friend was killed and mauled. Embassy dude acts very strange. Or they'd be calling me every three minutes, get on a plane, come home now. <laughs> well, it's also, we don't, they don't have cell phones and as stuff. As soon as you're released, it's, a, it's a ordeal to we've call wired you the money, yeah. get on get a plane, come he's home now. <laughs> he starts to freak out. Send a telegram. <laughs> like, he starts to freak out because Jack is dead, and embassy dude is like, calm down, there's no reason for hysterics. Oh, contraire, this is the perfect time. <laughs> For hysterics, yeah. my friend is dead. I was, I was mauled by, by a werewolf. werewolf. <laughs> when Although is a good time to panic? Seems like a good time they to were, panic. Yes. They were told it was a lunatic. The doctor says because of the moon, lunatic. Get it? The Where doctor was? says that this, <laughs> the madman must have been very strong. And David says it wasn't a madman; it was a wolf. I mean, look at the marks on his body. <laughs> well, maybe he had long fingernails. Who knows? <sighs> or a rake. Or a rake. Uh, from here, we go to Dr. Hirsch's office. Uh, two inspectors from Scotland Yard want to talk to David about the attack. David explains that he's like, look, I don't care what you guys say. It was a wolf. It was some kind of creature. Uh, the lead inspector says that an autopsy was performed on the killer and that the two they have two witness accounts of it being a, a human, a, a man. Uh, they consider the case closed, and that's the end of it. Well, the, the, the second detective kind of is interested in what David's story and maybe wants to check some things out, but the lead detective is like, what are you fucking yeah. shut well, up? Well, to be fair in the, in the detective's part, they found the killer. That was the I'm person that killed him. Yeah. Whether or not he's a werewolf is irrelevant. This is the person that did it. He's yeah. dead. Death of offender. Move on about your day. <laughs> mm-hmm. They had to go to Wawa. From here we get another dream of David running through the woods naked, and this time he's stalking and then kills a deer. Also, gross. Good special effects. Tears the deer's head off and starts eating it. Um, Nurse Price, in another scene, is passing out medication to children. She's concerned with David's wellness and uh, seems to have a bit of a crush on him. Um, she comes to visit him uh, to give him food. He has to take some food with some medication. And uh, he says he's not hungry, though. And he just ate a deer in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she feeds him anyway. She makes him eat. And they have a little little moment. It's the most flirty force feeding. <laughs> it's very weird because she's feeding him like he is three. She, I was almost expected her to do the open the the airplane, the airplane thing. Comes the choo choo. Yeah, or the airplane. But she's like all on his bed and cutting his food and giving him flirty eyes. And I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. But he does eat. And then we get. If a, I had a nurse like that, I'd be like, I need a new nurse. All right, this one's creeping me out. <laughs> My wife's gonna get mad. <laughs> well, he's not married, and he thinks she's cute. No, she is cute. Still, it's very weird. Is she cute? I don't think so. I don't think she's cute. Oh, okay, we're gonna go with yes for the eighties. <laughs> for the eighties, <laughs> she's not gorgeous. She's a, just a pretty girl. Right. So we get another dream of David running in the woods, but this time he has clothes on. 
Oh, damn it. No time for ash no chat. No ash chat on this one. Oh, but don't worry about it. We're going to get dork chat later. <laughs> um, th- but this time, he when he comes up to the tree, instead of seeing a deer, he sees another version of himself in a hospital bed. And Nurse Price walks up to it to talk to him, and he... I don't know, he turns into a monster, sort of. His face yeah. has fangs and his He black... looked more like a vampire. Yeah, it was really weird. But yeah, vampire, I guess. What and I then guess he wakes that. up, I guess, from that. Um, but then we go to uh, Dr. Hirsch, Hirsch and David talking. David explains that he's having these nightmares and uh, still further presses the point that it was a beast that attacked him, not a man. Uh, Hirsch tries to put David at ease, but you can tell he's starting to be a little concerned about the inconsistencies in the story um is this where he says you're only gonna be he he tells the doctor he thinks he's going insane and the doctor says you're only here for a couple more days so could you wait yeah. to go insane till later yeah yes. <laughs> at least so we're not responsible for you that's a really good line <laughs> this is a really sketchy oh, yeah. doctor's practice i do not Can you want wait to be a minute in a hospital because... in 1980s england <laughs> Well, the nurses are going to sexually uh, harass you. And... Well, I don't have a dong, so I don't. Maybe it's not a problem. Okay, and I think we're going with dork today instead of dong, <laughs> or if you will, tallywhacker. Tallywhacker. Did you bring it back? Your, did you do your homework? Did no, you get tally? Did oh, not. come on. All right. David asks if um, he he says because of his mental state, he needs someone to come sit with him if if they can give him. He's like, yeah, sure, and he sends Nurse be Price, alone. and then uh, Nurse Price comes in and sits with him. Yes, she does. Um, she reads a book to him, uh, Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court, uh, and David falls asleep. Because that book was boring. This time he <laughs> dreams, <laughs> this time he dreams he's back home with his parents and his brother and sister. Oh, they're watching the <laughs> they're Muppet young. Show. Yeah. Yeah, he's just Which that makes yeah. more sense knowing that that other guy is Frank Oz. Yeah, and Miss Piggy, yeah. Because they're watching the Muppet, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, because uh, I was like the Muppets. That's yeah, they're watching, choice. they're watching the Muppet show, and when there's a knock at the door, Dad pops up and answers the door, and it's monster Nazis. Yeah, these. Why were, are they Nazis? They just open I, fire. They were very strange monster creatures. Yeah, too. but like, why were they Nazis? Like World War Two was a long time ago. <laughs> but they spray him, spray Dad down with bullets. Maybe they live in Illinois. You know those Illinois Nazis. <laughs> Well, you gotta watch out for the Bratsies, too. I'm just saying, like, this was right after he made Blues Brothers, though. And the because I looked at the, his IMDb. So this was right after Blues Brothers. So maybe he still had lots of yep. Illinois yeah. Nazi costumes left. He may have. That may be the only reason. Like, uh, we need costumes. Look at those Nazi things out there. <laughs> Grab them. Wrap them up. The, Put a monster face those, on it. Those helmets with the little spike. I don't know what that kind that, of helmet is called. It has has a specific name. But those are kind of scary, like, as opposed to just a helmet. Mm-hmm. Just that little point makes them scarier. So oh, yeah. They look like Darth Vader. One of the monster Nazis holds a knife to David's throat, while the others just continue to shoot the family dead. And he, like, holds mm-hmm. him by knife point. Yeah. Somehow a fire gets started. Yeah, they set the house on fire and well, then you know. slit David's throat. David jolts awake, and Nurse Price is there. Uh, he explains that she, you know, he's he's having nightmares. Nightmare. And she's like, that's okay. I know just what to do. And, and this goes, is when you expect there to be like the bum bam bam. She walks yeah. over to the window and opens the shades. And then there's another monster. And I'll see stabs her. Oh, my God. They tricked us. <laughs> the bum chicka bam bam comes later. Spoilers. And then he wakes up again. And we're like, okay, enough with the fucking dreams already. <laughs> well, what dreams well, they may come. That in the Freddy movie. 
they got us with the... Yeah, but you expect it in a Freddy movie, because it's a Freddy movie. Because it's a Freddy movie. We <laughs> don't expect it here. That's why it's so scary when she gets killed. So Because yeah. I didn't expect no. that. I don't expect it. I've seen this like 20 times. So this is like a dream sequence inside of a dream sequence. It's wow, that's like 16 wall breaks. A dream within a dream. It was a Deadpool reference, dear. Tony I know, it. but I was making more of a low, a low pan... So, um, ah, okay. at this point, I, I guess he's a male nurse. I'm not sure, but this Indian man... He's an orderly. Orderly, okay, there you go. Orderly brings David his breakfast, and um, David starts to eat. He sees uh, his friend Jack there in a the room with him, and he's mutilated pretty well. And it would be pretty upsetting to me, too. I wouldn't be able to eat. Be like, Jack, yeah. later, please? <laughs> he talks about uh, about his funeral, and then... <laughs> Your parents came to my funeral. Like that. There was a deleted scene uh, where Jack gets some of David's food and eats it and it comes out of his throat onto himself but they cut it out because they said it was too much that well, would have been awesome I wish they had left that <laughs> in um, I mean he looks pretty good for a they dead guy they should have went with a drink Yeah, he takes a drink and it comes out, comes out. Uh, then he explains that um, he is undead now and David is a werewolf and all the people that are killed, killed by David have to walk the earth in limbo until the wolf's bloodline is severed so David has to kill himself before the next full moon. Otherwise, he's going to go and kill other people. So all the people that have been killed by this werewolf's lineage mm -hmm. are still walking the earth. And apparently, yeah. they're talking to Jack. Yeah. Yeah. They David, want him to convince David to kill himself so they can all... Be free. Rest yeah. in peace. It's like I, haven't, I want to talk to dead people. Do you have any idea how boring that is? Yeah. <laughs> David covers his ears and screams for Nurse Price. And uh, Jack, before he leaves, tells him to beware, beware the moon. Seems like a theme. Mm -hmm. So what I'm guessing here is something with the moon. Maybe. Important. So that's what I'm hearing. I feel like I missed something. The solar werewolves are the real bitches. Oh, yeah. He explains all this to Nurse Price and also kisses her. <laughs> and um, Kiss they, me, I'm a werewolf. They both kind of come to the conclusion that he was probably dreaming again. Uh He's getting discharged, and as Elaine was saying, the doctor's like, look, you know, just stay sane as long as, as our, our responsibility, then we don't care. Mm -hmm. But uh, Nurse Price says that she can, he can come stay with her at her place. She takes him home like a lost dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What the what? She wanted some, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, dong? Tallywhacker. Tallywhacker. She needs she some tallywhacker. She that she thinks he's kind of sad. Mm -hmm. And she also suspects he might be crazy, but she just takes him home. Well, she wants a crazy tallywhacker, all kinds but of But what if the guy who nurse. kind of thinks he's a werewolf ends up attacking you? Well, maybe <laughs> then you become a werewolf. There's a joke there about doggy style, but I'm going to let it go. <laughs> oh. That's not the kind of attack I mean. Like, I don't Combined. know. Combined. Yeah. Like, I would be concerned he has a delusion and hurts me. I wouldn't bring a stranger home from the hospital, but... I appreciate but that. Through the whole <laughs> movie, I got the impression that she thought even if he did hurt somebody, it wouldn't be her. Like, even I, at the end, she doesn't think he's going to hurt her. Well, I think she's just, she's a nurse, and some, some people are, they look for, it's you know, been the hospital. The I mean, she, a month. So. She doesn't think he's a werewolf. No, of course not. Well, no one thinks they're she a werewolf. She thinks he just has... <laughs> it's like, if you were to tell me I'm a werewolf, like, yeah, sure, okay. She just thinks he's having these nightmares. It's like post-traumatic stress disorder. But she takes him home. For a good boinking. Well, he doesn't know that, though. Yeah, he will soon. Uh, he, he's uh, oblivious. Um, No, he's not. At, Look, uh, if some woman says, would you like to come back to my house? He has no the, idea because she takes him home and then she's giving him the tour and he goes, there's only one bed. 
Yes. Like, well, where's I your... Was... I think he no. was... I thought he was no. trying to be really, cool. No, you're wrong. No, I'm sorry. I read no, that you're completely wrong. wrong. He, yeah. had, he had no idea. And then she had to make that awkward explanation about... She brings up, I've only had seven lovers. <laughs> and then tells him how many were serious or one... Like, what is happening? All right, well, she evidently <laughs> has issues. But look, I guarantee you 1,000% that's what he was thinking. And he made the bread comment... Just to break the ice. No, I'm sorry. I read no, that as and he was very confused. And then she gives a speech and says she's going to take a shower. And then he gives like the eyebrows and it's like, all right, then let's get it on. Tony, help me out here. I didn't read it that way, Elaine. <laughs> <laughs> if a girl said, come stay at my house, I'd be like, Because okay. first she, she wants you to enter the premises so and then enter the premises. Oblivious right. about the bed. I, that he was not oblivious. He was being for aloof. Me it could have He's gone a terrible way. actor. No shit. He was being aloof. <laughs> it could have gone. He like did she do could a lot have of Dr. said, yeah. "Yes, there's only one bed. You're gonna stay on the couch," and indicated that she did not have it. She was just giving him a place to stay because he said he didn't yeah. have anywhere to go. But she didn't do that. And I think he was thinking maybe yeah. there's a chance here. She didn't Boom. kick him onto the couch, so let's do this. His acting was so bad, I thought he was oblivious. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was just testing the well, water. He's like, hey, there's only one bed. His big and acting she's like, chops. Well, she didn't say anything when he kissed her and declared he was a werewolf, so obviously she's into him. Yeah. <laughs> so we read it We read it differently. That's all it is. Three of us read it correctly, and then there was a link. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Oh. I'm a pepper. You're a pepper. He's a pe- that, so that's he his acting. So they, so they take a they take a shower like you With do. With lots of biting. And then get down tonight. But they, they, so what we're saying is they do a little dance. Then, make first love. of all, the rubbing didn't look real. So in the shower, yes, like when he's rubbing on her back. It I told fake. Carly, I was like, <laughs> I was like, was that? I was like, this is the part where I can't wait to hear what Elaine said because Elaine is not into terrible lovemaking scenes, and I was like, and this one is really bad. Okay, in the, I thought I they were brother even, and sister or something. In the shower, like, I'm not kissing. In the this shower, person. I did not even notice the weird rubbing. The weird rubbing because they both were biting. And I was like, if he's biting, yeah, I get it, because he's a werewolf. I know that. But, she, but like, she was, like, biting his neck. So there was no kissing. Like, there was just Maybe she was like, well, maybe, he's, maybe he thinks he's a werewolf. Maybe he likes this. And then when they I had the sex, porn. I thought, well, there'll just be more biting. But then there was no biting in the sex, just in the shower. But maybe she, she looked like... Maybe she, she might, likes soap, the taste of soap. But she didn't look like she was into it at all. Even in the shower with the biting. Neither she of them. like she might just fall asleep. Yeah, they had no chemistry <laughs> at all. I, Look, I have two more things to say. Uh, of course. One, they obviously had round one in the bed before he goes down on her, and I feel like that's an odd order. And second of because you, you do, do that first. You do that before you put your penis there. I just kind of think. Also, hi, Mom. I hey, Ben and Nikki, don't listen. let Johnny hear this part. Just, Yet. Like, there's an out-of-order thing there, because... But, also, I saw boobs. They were nice. <laughs> it's time for TED Talk! <laughs> Round one. <laughs> so, after that, uh, nurse... Where do you go from there? Nurse sleeps off the um, possible multiple rounds of sex. We don't know yet. It was beastly. And, um, David gets up to use the loo. Oh, nice, the loo. And, uh, when he closes the mirror, Jack is there. That's Looking like a zombie. Yeah, Jack looks really bad. We now. just saw Jack and he looked fine. All of a sudden, we got zombie Jack. He's rotten pretty quick. Well, Jack looks like he's in the movie They Live, which if you haven't a chance to see that, I please haven't. do. Have you seen it? 
Not you. I know you. <laughs> Tony, have you seen the yes, with Roddy Piper? Mm-hmm. I've heard so much about it, but I've never actually seen it. That's where we get the... And, uh, I came here I to kick some ass and chew bubblegum. I know. And basically, all, a lot of bubblegum. Basically, aliens come down and they're taking over the world, but nobody knows. You have to wear these special, special sunglasses, sunglasses to see them. Right. It's really weird. And they look just like Jack. Interesting. Yeah. So either way, um, Jack uh, comes in again and starts telling him the whole spiel again. And he's like, look, man, tomorrow's the full moon. You have to kill yourself quick. It's quickly because you're running out of time. I wrote Zombie Jack the Suicide Advocate. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Alex comes in, interrupts, and makes David go to bed. He explains that, uh, look, Jack was here, and she's like, in this place? And then she's like, look, you're, you know, this is all silly. Stop, you know, this isn't really happening. From here, Dr. Hirsch gets a, gets a bug in his bonnet or something, this and he goes weird. to the slaughtered lamb. I was real confused. And starts looking around. I was real confused here because I don't understand Dr. the doctor's <laughs> motivation to go and investigate. I didn't get the feeling. Maybe it's more bad. There was, there was some he, talk because he, he's really upset that... He's upset that he didn't get to see the dead boy at all, yeah. and that ja- that David was wounds were cleaned before he got there, and they said that no doctor had seen anybody. There's like little inconsistencies. I feel like if we hadn't had the scene of Alex the nurse with the little kid, mm-hmm. we could have had another scene of suspicious doctor before he decides to go to the moors and yeah. talk to the people of the slaughtered lamb. I see what you're saying is right. He he doesn't have a strong enough reason to do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really far. Let's not pull at that string, okay? I'm just... No, no. Don't pull at that string. But that's... This movie's holding on by a thread. Stop yanking. That he was in the area, so he stopped by, but it... And I hope... No, it's not. I, but it's so far. Like, yeah. even if you went to London today... And did yeah. <laughs> and there was all those hours in the car. There was a couple of phone calls he got earlier that he didn't want to talk to someone. And I, I thought maybe they were going to reveal that the doctor knew somebody in the town and was in on it. But that's not where it went. There should have been. Because the, because the, at the end of the day, it's basically the doctor's going, well, is there a werewolf? And that's yeah. the wrong motivation. They should have had some kind of other inconsistency in the story, like a big one that he'd go, wait, I think somebody's lying about this, and I want the right person caught or, or something. Or if he went after there had been the attacks in London. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel there's a slight but either weirdness way. here. Slight weirdness. So either way, he goes to the pub, and, and he talks to the people. They're as warm to him as they are. They were to Jack and, and David. They don't give a shit about him, want nothing to do with him. Again... What's that star on the wall? That's been here forever. Yeah, 200 years. Um, so they basically, they, they don't kick him out, but they basically make it, you know, he's not welcome here. One of the other patrons, um, I can't remember if it was the, if it's the uh, dart thrower or some other boy, but he basically leaves and the doctor leaves it's a dart too. Thrower. Is it the dart thrower? Mm-hmm. You and then, miss a dart. I do believe they call it I've feathers. never missed. <laughs> and then the doctor uh, leaves and when he's getting rid of his car, he sees that he's standing over in the graveyard part of this bar. Yeah, And uh, <laughs> he goes and talks to him and the boy starts to explain to him basically the same stuff that David said. Look, you know, werewolves and this and that. And then the uh, older aggressive guy tells him that's enough and yells at him. And then they all split. Shut your trap, boy. Yeah. Um, so, well, he does explain the same thing where he's like, look, David's going to change during the moon. He basically fills a doctrine on all the stuff that Jack has he been telling David. He basically finally admits that, yes, there is a werewolf and his name is David. Yeah. So Alex 
back at Alex's place, she goes to work leaving David at her flat, and, uh, you know, they give a little kiss and stuff. She goes to work, and then a passing dog starts to go crazy barking at him. I don't know what's up with the little girls. They think it's funny Equally as creepy. Mm -hmm. uh, But he's locked out of the house, so he climbs around the side to climb in the window, and there's a cat there. The cat starts hissing at him, too, and then he climbs into the window. Um, All these animals know he was a werewolf. Yeah, that's that's what I guess we're getting. They sense the evil. Alex has left him some pills to help knock him out so he can sleep. Um, he looks at the mirror, makes some fake snarls at himself, taking like it as a joke. practicing? Yeah. Watches some... I thought maybe he was going, I can't be a werewolf. Like, I can't even growl. My teeth look the same. Like, <laughs> he's thinking, this is crazy. Like, I'm he just seems like... It. He's like, I saw Teen Wolf. I know he how this He seems like he believes... <laughs> Where's my basketball that skills? That Jack, that he does see Jack and that he is a werewolf most of the time. But then he also kind of believes that he's delusional. I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things where if, if, if for some reason it is true, then it's bad news because he's going to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. So he doesn't want it to be true. Yeah. <laughs> so he well, nobody would want it to be yeah. true. Yeah. So he's kind of convincing himself. There's yeah, no way. Weird. I look it's normal. It's weird. He waffles back and forth. He watches some TV a bit and then lays down in the bed, tries to sleep, can't sleep. Uh, bad Moon Rising starts playing. Tries to read a little bit. Um... And gets a little bit concerned because he never seems to be hungry, ever. Paces it's around weird. the living room. Uh, and he's still anxious. He can't calm down. We cut to Alex. Uh, she's tucking a child in. For some reason, we keep cutting back to his child. I thought his child was going to matter, but it doesn't, nope. doesn't pay off at all. It's got to be somebody's kid. Yeah. So then we cut back to David, and he That's starts... Max Landis, actually. Is it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we cut back. You saw the kid. <laughs> well, I don't remember. <laughs> Like that, don't you think that'd you be something that you would know by now? Like. <laughs> well, I know what he looks like now. I don't know what he looked like. He's like, really? He's four. <laughs> but um, we cut back to David. He was sitting in the chair, and all of a sudden he stands up and starts screaming and uh, grabbing at his head, says he's burning up, starts tearing his clothes off, and we get the big uh, transformation scene. Okay. That's pretty much the big On point of On a scale of, of Fright Night to Wolf Cop, how upsetting was this transformation? <laughs> I don't know where the good scale is. It, um, Where's the good side to that? Wolf it's, cop, there. He it's kind of exploded for its, it's into for a, a werewolf. Huh? For its time, it's good. No, this is fantastic. It was terrible to watch. It was very gross and disturbing. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I can see why this won an Oscar. I just was like, on a scale of Friday Night to Wolf Cup, how upset were you by this? Because I was upset it was disturbing, like in the good horror it, way. It, it needed a little editing. It was kind of like Fright Night where you're like, this is going a little long. I get it, but we don't need all of It was very icky. Um, and honestly, throughout the transformation, and he kept getting a little bit more hair, a little bit more hair, and, you know, little bits would change at a time. When we saw the finished product, I was like, oh. Like, <laughs> Are you I still, excited? I still wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I was expecting more wolf man, less wolf. Yeah, it was yeah. very it was more wolf. wolf. <laughs> Less man. I was expecting more. A little man. A little backstory. It doesn't really matter that much. Uh, Rick, yes, it does. Rick, Fun facts. Rick Baker is the guy that did this. He's a god of this stuff. He did Jurassic Park oh. and all this stuff. He um, was uh, the one that Mac, uh, that that John Landis was wanting to do the special effects <laughs> for this. Max, Max. Max. <laughs> that wanted to do this, and he kept saying, "Dude, I'm going to do this werewolf movie. Have some stuff ready for this werewolf transformation." He did that for eight years, mm. and finally. You know, he's like, dude, I'm going to go do another movie. And he get, went and did it. He started doing the howling. If you watch the howling, it looks like a cheap, the transformation sequence looks like a cheap version of this. Like it's a very similar transformation, but it's a lot quicker and it's a lot 
less well done because he left Baker left the howling to do this movie for Landis and it was like a big fight for them but um if you ever watch it it's very similar well there you go yeah now you know no one's kept the battle so we cut we cut to a uh, couple going to visit a friend's house I assume having dinner with them they uh Decided to sneak in the back because yeah. of a prank, dumbasses. Yeah. They decided to to go for dinner and ended up being dinner. Oh, mm. tasty! Yeah. They decided to sneak around the back to try and scare their friend. Uh, but a werewolf jumps out at them and tears them both to shreds. So then we cut to Doctor Hirsch. He pulls Alex into his office and asks if she knows where David is. Yeah, she does. <laughs> uh, she's at. He's at her flat. He's in her premises. Yeah. Um, he's like wanting well, to call him, tries to call him. He's not answering. Uh, Dr. Hirsch believes that David may have a psychotic, may have had a psychotic break and could hurt someone. Um, he went to visit him and stuff like that. He goes, okay, maybe David's not a werewolf, but maybe all these fucking crazy people are made having him think a mass, he was. mass delusion or yeah. something. He's, maybe he'll go end up hurting himself or some other person just in, in the psychosis. Uh, we catch up with a group of homeless men standing around over the trash can fire. Um, their when, dog starts freaking out. Yeah, it starts freaking out, and uh, they're like, well, let him go. I don't go hunt it down or whatever. They let the dog the dog gets the fuck out of there, and then a werewolf comes in and slaughters all them. That's off camera. We don't get to see it, but we get the gif, the gist of it. From there, we cut to a lone man that I wanted to be Bill Nighy so bad, but he isn't. <laughs> and he's leaving the subway you know, tunnels. Uncle Billy. Yeah. And uh, something's stalking him. We don't get to see it uh, at first. It's howling at him and barking at him. Uh, he makes it to the escalators before we finally get a glimpse of the werewolf at the top, and it jumps on him and tears him to shreds. Arr. From there, we cut to, to uh, David. He wakes up naked. Nope, we skipped one. Because after they attack, he attacks the couple, then the couple whose dinner party they're supposed to go to, she goes to the window and she's like, I think there's something out there. And he's like, it's probably just hooligans in the park again. And he goes to check it out, and he gets murdered. I don't think he gets killed, though. I thought he, he, he steps did. on an arm. Oh. And he's like, ugh. But they don't, they don't, I don't know. Maybe he does. I but thought I he got killed. Him. Maybe. He doesn't because he's in the, spoilers, movie movie theater scene. Yeah. He's not in there. Okay. Oh, okay. So well, he from, just found the hand, yeah. ran, called the police. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, so, David wakes up in the zoo in the wolf exhibit. He's naked. Um, he's like, okay. He uh, nice climbs dog. out, escapes. And, uh, and whoa, 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 you skipped something because we get our very first tallywhacker. Oh, tallywhacker talk. You, you do get to see his tallywhacker in this because first he's holding his tallywhacker. Yeah. Then he decides to climb and he needs his hands. So we have <laughs> tallywhacker talk. I wasn't looking that close. I wasn't either. I didn't notice it. I guess it's Well, I was, small. John, and let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I like, did appreciate, and I'm sorry, this doesn't have anything to do with this tallywhacker. But oh. She said tallywhacker, ladies and <laughs> We got it. She's in. When he started to transform, he said he was really hot, and he took off his clothes. Because every time you see werewolf stuff, when they, they transform back, in. they're naked. Mm-hmm. But there's not really... Well, they rip their clothes usually because yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> but so then it's ca- like, oh my god, they would have to buy so many clothes. <laughs> it's like being the Incredible Hulk, you know. That's the problem with being a werewolf, Carly. Is the clothes. <laughs> that's the one thing. They all mutilating people. Stores. That's no problem. But damn, I just bought these pants. All right, so now we're done with this tallywhacker. Move on. Okay, so he escapes from the little enclosure, climbs out, and starts running from bush to bush naked until he finds a kid well, how with would balloons. You do it? Yeah, I mean, it's all right. If the naked dude comes and steals my balloons, I'm telling the cops. Yeah. <laughs> the kid was like that. A naked American man stole my balloons. 
he kind of uses them to cover himself until he can find a there's a woman sitting on a bench that has a long red coat and he steals that and then starts wearing that which is better than the balloon yeah um dr hirsch sees in the paper he's walking around london he sees that the police are finding uh, i think it was six, six. half-eaten people mm-hmm. all over uh london well, the jelly so i london. guess he didn't kill that guy yeah. because the couple the three <clears throat> homeless men and the guy in the subway yeah still wasn't in the movie theater I so, said, I guess I was wrong. I was admitting I was wrong. Can't you just let me admit I was wrong without having to chime in and put in your two cents? Yes. Don't put some funk on it. You told me to put funk on it. So David right. makes it back to Alex's. And uh, she calls, uh, well, Dr. Hirsch, for some reason, happens to call her. She speaks to Dr. Hirsch and says, look, David's back. Um, she goes, well, you need to bring him to me. Immediately, he's we're like, going to take him in care. Some shit went down, and he's, he's feeling he frisky. Yeah, he's all excited and 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 she to me now. Now go with me on this, mm-hmm. Elaine. Let me ask you. Actually, no, I got a better one. Carl, let me ask you. <laughs> so your fella comes I'm home. <laughs> your fella comes home wearing nothing but a woman's overcoat <laughs> and tells you he woke up naked, naked as a jaybird in, in the, the zoo. zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? This is the guy you got living at your house now, by the way. <laughs> This is some American man. Thinks he's a werewolf. <laughs> a couple of red it, flags in there somewhere. You, you would you take keep... it this well and just be talking on the phone? Oh, he's fine. He's, fine. <laughs> he's in a really good mood. <laughs> How would you take this? No, I would not take it. That How well. would you take this information? <laughs> would you tell him to get get his funky ass out of there or what? Oh God. Well, she still doesn't think he's a werewolf. And yes, they, still naked, still they, in his coat. I know, but they It's talk, not your coat, okay? <laughs> no, but Dr. Hirsch told her he was concerned that he would be so delusional that he would... Get naked in the zoo? Act out, you know, as a regular person, not a wolf. Yeah. Act out the delusion. So I imagine I would be kind of prepared for that and be like you need to take a shower and we're going to the hospital <laughs> but she she is a little too okay with it she's checking British. like she she might have just let him keep going with the friskiness if the phone hadn't rang mm-hmm. they would have he would have entered the premises and it's like you were sleeping with wolves just take a shower <laughs> well she's been sleeping with wolves too hey <laughs> and dancing with them too but anyway oh so they, the Kevin Costner podcast. <laughs> so they jump oh, in a cab. Sides. They jump in a cab and head to uh, the Doc's place. And uh, the driver says, in passing, that the killings remind him of old uh, the demon far- barber of uh, Fleet Street, Sweeney Todd. Put him in mind of the old demon barber of Fleet Street. Uh, yeah, it was. David's a like, uh, what? And, and he's like, the the kills, the the kills. They like six people yeah. killed, mutilated, eaten. And he's like, what the fuck? And he jumps out of the cab and runs off. Well, he was all of a sudden realized, oh, shit. He's yeah, like, it's, it was me. It was me. And he tells Alex, I love you. Now I have to go because yeah. it's not safe for and you. And you know what? He dropped the L word there. Really? Cool. He just met this woman. I know. They, they seem But to... he loves her. Mm-hmm. He um, loves her. We, we also he need does... to remember she took oh. care of him in the hospital. It's not like they just met when he got to her. Also, also he maybe... He was in the hospital for a month. Also, he's, But three he's, of those weeks he was I in a coma, know, so he's know. only known for tops a week and a half. I have met guys who told me that they love me in and less werewolves? than a month. <laughs> but also, maybe he's feeling a bit of a uh, time constraint because he knows that Just, this is the end of the road for him. He's a werewolf, so it's not going to end tell, well for him. Is this where he told her you could only kill a werewolf 
only someone who loves can love them says can kill the, the werewolf when they're in bed because he explains how um, the werewolf with Lon Chaney and all that worked and which that. is weird because he knows that the villagers killed that other werewolf. I know. So uh, how it I doesn't don't... make any sense and it doesn't go anywhere. It was a weird. Oh, another weird scene. Weird dead end. Did you see that string? Leave it alone. <laughs> All right, let me darn that up. Maybe they were just trying to plant different things in our mind. We don't mm-hmm. know who the werewolf right. is either. Yeah. It could have been somebody's brother. We're just throwing shit out there. <laughs> yeah. right, I'm going to darn Ooh, good that. good one. There we go. It's somebody from that town. So that the first werewolf is werewolf Sapir. <laughs> and, and the guy that shot him was his, his brother, the officer. All right, well, I do know that the wolfman has nards. So Ooh, let me right. darn up that thread, and we'll get to E.T. phones home. Check out our Monster Squad episode. If you if you have a minute after the uh, holidays tomorrow, man. <laughs> <laughs> So David uh, runs from her and runs to a policeman and tells him that he killed all those people. Alex runs up behind him and goes, no, no, they're just fighting. He's upset. Don't listen to him. His friend just died. And he starts trying to get arrested. He says, Queen Elizabeth's a man. Prince Charles is bad word. Uh, Winston Churchill is a bad word. Winston Churchill is full of shit. Shakespeare was French. He just says all kinds of stuff to fuck with. Shakespeare was French was my favorite. Cop finally just like leaves and breaks up the crowd. He's like, whatever. This yes. guy's just full of shit. But but Jesus was English, so you're yeah. on. Exactly. See our uh, episode about a night's tale. That's right. See our yeah. night's tale episode. So he runs leaving <laughs> Alex um, and Dr. Hirsch and Alex meet up with the inspectors from earlier. They're still unconvinced about this story, but, well, they said they'll at least go find and hold David, that's for sure. He didn't do it, but we're going to find him. We're going to find him and lock him up, at least see what his deal is. David, <laughs> She's already seen his deal. No! Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, his She seems more impressed with this tallywhacker. Meanwhile, me and Carly didn't even notice it, so I don't think <laughs> it's that impressive. Well. I guess maybe it's what he's doing with that. It's not the... What is it? Maybe the size of I noticed uh, when he had his hand over it that we could see the grower, hair. And I was like, oh, they're showing a lot. But then when he took his hands away, I didn't. Well, it's, oh, another, the, 80s. Another it's fun the 80s. Fact. Before, it's before grooming down there became a big thing. So that's a wild patch of bush. <laughs> and he is a werewolf. And another fun fact. Wolf he, Wolf was, he was fired from Dr. Pepper because he was naked in this movie so much. Oh, really? Yes. Awesome. Apparently, he's not a pepper, too. <laughs> But David's at a payphone. He's a little too peppery. He's at a payphone and calls home to New York. Hey oh. 516-472-3402. My zip code, my zip code, my area code used to be 516. Yep. <laughs> so pays- you know what's funny is growing up, I never noticed that that wasn't right. Like other people had different ones. Mm-hmm. Just, I knew there was other area codes, but never dawned on me that it shouldn't be. <laughs> I didn't get it until people started, because people, we're in Virginia, people used to call us the 757 or what was what were we before? 804. 804. They always called by that. And I was like, it was weird. When I was yeah. a kid, we were 804. But yeah, then see? it got too big. There were too many numbers. So my whole life, well, my younger life, it's like 516s. Like, yeah, naturally. When mm-hmm. I was little, we were 810, and then when we became 248. So David's basically decided that he's going to kill himself. And he just wants to say goodbye. So he talks to her. Who's home alone at 10 and a half. And he's a little mad. (laughs) I was never left home alone when I was 10 and a half. No, when I was 10? No, not at 10 and a half either. (laughs) Loose rules as as you go through from the first one to the second to the third. Looser rules. Mm -hmm. Well, they survived that Nazi encounter, so. I guess. (laughs) But, um, so, you know, tell mom and dad I love them. Don't fight with your brother. Be good. Blah, 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 blah. I wish I could have spent more time with you. Yeah. Then after he, he hangs up the phone and pulls out, I guess it's a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. It's really little. It's a Swiss Army knife. And uh, he looks like he's about to cut his wrists, but he just can't do it. 
He left a <clears throat> testicular It also looks tube. like he leaves the knife in the phone booth. <laughs> uh, maybe. Well, outside the booth, uh, he, across the street, he sees Jack at a porn theater. And Jack's like, hey, come on. Hey, come inside. on. In. He's looking. We got Pee Wee Herman worse. in here. And so, yeah. you know, you're like, wow, there's my dead friend. Porn theater? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to get a wormy boner. Mm. A wormy boner. Well, he's dead, so he's definitely oh, I get wormy. It. And he's yeah. hanging out in the porn theater. He said he was real bored. <laughs> this is where we get the bout chick about well move music <laughs> like literally so um inside the theater he sits down with jack uh jack shows david uh his new pals the ghosts of the murdered <laughs> man from the station the couple from the outside of the home the three homeless men they've all tried they're all basically trying to convince him to kill himself now because they're all going to be stuck in limbo Dude, the porn in the background is hilarious. The porn <laughs> was filmed for this movie. Really? Really? Yes. <laughs> like when the guy breaks in and he's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> She's like, like, I don't know you. Oh, shit. He's like, oh, all right, and walks away. I'm like, apparently, <laughs> apparently, we porn is called um, something like "I'll see you next Wednesday" or something. Yeah, because it's that's in the credits. In, it's, it's in, in the a credit. bunch of they they allude to it in a bunch of his movies or something. I don't know, some I'll kind of see running you next joke. Next Tuesday or something. Yeah, but like the cast we'll next is Tuesday in the credits is, of the um, movie. C-U-N-T. <laughs> oh, okay. Get but it. also, just got that one, did you? Huh? I well, do. I didn't think of it. <laughs> when she stops in the porn, when she stops to answer the phone, and we get the nice shot of the boobs. Mm-hmm. Nice boobs. Yeah. She had um, very big, nice boobs. Some nice memories. Real. Ample. Ample. Yeah. She had big things in front of her. It was in the 80s, too, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Implants back then. Ooh. Two so, sets of boobs. <laughs> so we're up to so, two butts, and two sets tally, of boobs, and a tally whacker. So we get um, some different, <laughs> different ideas thrown out there. Sleeping pills. Hanging. How about a gun? You could throw yourself in front of the tube. Knife, car crash, um, drowning. That dude from the station is adamant. It's like you could hang yourself, yes. and he's like, no, that may be painful. And the guy turns around and goes, I don't care if it's painful. <laughs> he goes, well, he's a friend of mine. And the one homeless guy, well, he's no friend to me. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty funny. He's got a point. Um, so uh, I guess they com- complete their little conversation, and uh, David's sitting by himself in the porn theater still. Uh, and I was moon, like, the moon comes like, yeah, starts having problems. Oh, it sounds at first like maybe he's going to rub one out. Yeah. It sounds like you already did. I mean, that's kind of what the places like that were for. But I, I, I feel know. like if I'm Pee-wee an Herman usher. Herman got arrested for that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, how do you get arrested for that? If I'm the porn theater usher and I hear the, uh, uh, I'm not going to go look until that stops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because right. I know what's happening. This is the porn theater. <laughs> Like, clean that up. I don't need multiple makes from Sansa Lambs. What if they shoot for distance and I get hit? Like, I'm not going (laughs) until the noise has stopped. Also, hopefully, none none of us will be working in a porn theater, but... Well, you got to keep your options. You never know where life will take you. And there I'm are thinking no uh, drowning, hanging, sleeping pills. The internet killed porn theaters before I go. Or no, not uh, porn, um, VHS. Killed porn theaters. Which... It because needed to die anyways. Why go to a theater if you can just bring your porn home with you? Yes. Because there's nothing I want to do less than watch. Did you guys have a porn movie, uh, in a, a dirty movie with theater with, the with a bunch of other had, like, drapes? You couldn't go in there. <laughs> yep. yep. Like you'd see people going in there and you're like, they're going to look at porn. Yep. But you were like seven, so you couldn't follow them. <laughs> yep. You just knew what was going on in that room. <laughs> so David starts uh, screaming and shouting, and he changes again. Uh, an usher ru- comes rushing, rushing over to him. Uh, he tells him to run. But uh, he doesn't, and then he turns into a wolf, slaughters him. Well, yeah. And starts to killing To be fair, people. he warned him. Yeah. So that one shouldn't be on his list of, of souls tortured because he's just <laughs> a dumbass who should have ran. Um, 
the lady that runs the porn theater or sells tickets uh, sees this and runs outside and starts screaming for help. A cop comes over, and uh, she, he's like, what's going on? She's like, there's a monster in there. He's like, okay. So he rolls in with a flashlight, looks around, and sees the fucking werewolf. He's like, okay. He runs out, pulls the fucking... <laughs> All right, then. There's a monster. <laughs> there is there. a monster. <laughs> Holy shit. What would you do? Run? Yeah. I would run. Yeah, let me try closing this. Anything will do. He pulls this... Uh, there's like this... I guess it's wood wooden gate yeah. that he pulls down yeah. in front of the whole place and is holding it and apparently something's it's very reminiscent it. of the clerks I'm not even supposed to be here gate exactly but that was made of metal mm-hmm. and uh, he starts yelling and screaming Jersey. and they get more police to come tons of policemen start showing up and uh, the inspector from earlier shows up and is complaining what's going on with all this what's going on and just then the werewolf smashes through the wood grabs the inspector by the throat clips his head off and throws it over the car <laughs> Which was amazing. <laughs> Which was amazeballs. Um, then all the cars in London crash into At each other for, for a long no time. Reason. <laughs> Including a double-decker bus. Well, do you know why? This is the same thing from, and like, Blues Brothers. Had the uh, So car many crash. people <laughs> die and in that car accident. The werewolf's like, look, I didn't do all of this. At one point, <laughs> the dude that got run over, hit by the bus and then run over... You can't blame that on the werewolf. Yeah, the werewolf's <laughs> like, look, all these motherfuckers ain't follow me around. I didn't cause all of this. They're like, well, he's like, Jack, Jack, no. <laughs> um, so they're the the werewolf runs around the is it Piccadilly? Is that where this is? Yes, yes. I think so. Runs around scaring people. Doesn't snaps at a few people. Doesn't really get anybody, and um, runs down the end of this long alley. A uh, bunch of policemen come. Uh, None of them are in a good mood. And well, they seem to have come from the same academy that trained the Stony Book Force because they're ready. They yeah, got rifles. They're like, what's down there? Werewolf. Cool. All right. <laughs> like, no hesitation. No werewolf. Really? Werewolf. <laughs> Let me get my werewolf guns. They're like, okay, get the werewolf bullets. Um, so basically, what it is is so you missed the part. Uh, I hate to go back, go but when they talk about the silver, he, um, yeah, that's he right. He says, "I gotta get a silver bullet." He goes, "Come on, be serious." Jack's like, "Come on, now, be serious." He's like, "Yeah, I'm talking to a, <laughs> I'm dead talking guy. To a guy with half his face missing." Um, that's that's my contention for best line. So, <laughs> so basically, there's a long a long alleyway with a dead end. That the werewolf is down, and at the other end are all the sniper police with rifles, snipers, I assume, of some. I hope there's but, snipers. Um, yeah, um, Alex they should be. <laughs> Alex somehow hears about all this so the, and pushes her way through the crowd. The the doctor calls her and says there's some kind of kerfuffle at Piccadilly. Kerfuffle. Yeah. So they go down there together. That's right. You're right. And then she does the dumbest thing you've ever seen. I'm going to run through the werewolf. She doesn't even know. Like, uh, first this, of all, not by we you. are assuming that this is David the werewolf, but we don't 100% know. This, but I'm going to push Bob my the werewolf. way through <laughs> all of these police and the firing line to run down an alley with they, a monster at the end of it. It's a monster. We know that. But, <laughs> we don't know which monster. Who. Only yeah, to she say, is assuming it's David. Yeah. Only to say. She assumes that it's a monster at the end. Yeah. Could have been a Chao Chow- Che or whatever those things going, called from the Great Wall. A Tao Te. Tao Te. <laughs> David, they're going to kill you. David, please let me help you. I love you, David. Fucking... Nope. So what are you saying is the police should have shot her? And the no, wolf, but she does some dumb shit here. This is dumb. Yeah, and the wolf she made stares at her, and uh, it, it looks for a second like it's eye, like it's growling, but then it looks like a second like it calms up, and you're like, oh, maybe David is in there. And then they, it, the wolf lunges at her, and then every cop ever shoots ever. this fucking werewolf. Around her. And, and they, don't they all they should be snipers if they are. Everyone <laughs> was trained by the Marlboro Man. Because <laughs> not a bullet hits her, but everyone hits the wolf. Yeah, 
Well, one of those cops did a guy from uh, 300 yards out in Laos. <laughs> Six. And eight, all of those guys, guys were right there. Shot. All of those guys were right there with him shooting. So. One of those guys lived, immigrated to the United States, and trained the coup. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And the movie, uh, Alex cries for a minute, and the movie immediately ends with Blue Moon. Like, it just, it just stops. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was like, all right, it? And that's done. it? That's it? This, this particular Post-credit Blue Moon flash song, the... Blue moon. Very odd choice. This is a sad, somber moment. We've, we've destroyed the monster, but also the man she loves. And, and we go into the most yeah, upbeat so let me go right to, song. Let's go to... Ball, 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 I think it's supposed ball, to be ball, comedic. Ball, 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 ball. It's fun. So. So. <laughs> what did lane. you think of this movie? Star of the Lane. <laughs> Elaine. Okay. So my favorite character is Jack. I really enjoyed all of Zombie Jack. My least favorite character is Alex the Nurse. Because I just don't understand. <laughs> so don't get um, my favorite scene is um Jack and the ghosts in the porn theater. <laughs> I enjoyed that all immensely. Yeah, nothing to do with the porn. I think I, that's my favorite scene, too. Okay. <laughs> favorite line. I didn't think there were any good lines in this movie. <laughs> what? You're wrong. You're so wrong what? on that. I did not find She said that earlier. I was like, really? I only... I like, I have like three. You want to pick one? There were only two lines that I even felt um, compelled to write down. One was the David, they're going to kill you. David, please help you. I love you, David. Which is the dumbest shit ever, which I wrote <laughs> right here. Dumbest shit ever. So People why at home, are you she actually that? did? No, and the only other line I she wrote feels down. Like she needs to say some shit now. Which I assume has to be my favorite line because I was compelled to write it down. Is after. Um, Words are hard. When, after they have sex, in the, when he wakes up in the middle of the night, and then she wakes up and she comes out and she's like, I thought I heard voices. And he says, I just saw Jack again. And she says, I'm torn between feeling sad for you and finding you terribly attractive. <laughs> and then they go back to bed and I assume bone some more. So I Good guess sunset. that's my favorite line because I was so compelled to write that down. Because right. apparently sad and crazy works for Alex the nurse. Uh-huh. She I, has a type. I found this movie very boring. Oh, sad face. I didn't find it scary. I didn't find it funny. I did enjoy the special effects and did think they were gross and upsetting. And I did have a couple jump scares, but mostly I just thought it was boring. And I so had fail, trouble paying you attention. On every level. So I'm going to give this a nay. Oh, <laughs> I guess it's just not for me. Okay. Carly. Okay. My favorite character, also Jack. My okay. favorite tertiary character, the dart threat player. My favorite tertiary character is the Tallywack. That smart <laughs> player, his eyes were so creepy. Every time we saw him, I just stared at his eyes. My favorite tertiary character is not the inspector, but the inspector's number two, especially when he knocked over all the pans in the doctor's <laughs> office. Stick with Tallywacker. And see, my least favorite character are the inspectors because they're completely useless. Like, mm. I don't even... And, like, the guy from the embassy, like, all those, they didn't even have to be in the movie. I don't know. <laughs> So your favorite character is the inspector? Yeah. Inspector. My favorite scene is the one in the movie theater when they all tell him ways he can kill himself. What kind of theater? 
the porn theater. The porn theater. <laughs> I have to say the porn theater. <laughs> <laughs> the porn theater. And We're watching Shakespeare. <laughs> He's French. My he was shaking something. My favorite is, did you hear that? I heard that. What was it? Could be a lot of things. Yeah, a coyote? There aren't any coyotes in England. The Hound of the Baskervilles? Pecos Bill? Heathcliff? Heathcliff didn't howl. No, but he was on the moors. Like I like the literary <laughs> references in yeah. there. I also like the reference to Sweeney Todd later on. Yeah. But it's a good one. I enjoyed that. I'm going to maybe. Oh, wow. Move. Hey, babe. All right. I got you halfway. It's also not really for me. I did like it. I don't think I ever need to watch it again. I also don't understand a lot of the character motivations. They're a little. Yeah, these a, are kind of a stretch. We're taking. Yeah. <laughs> it's, taking a, it's an it older a bit movie. Far. But uh, well, these other movies aren't like this. The plot is not fully developed in this movie. Mm. Well, he did write it when he was 20. But it is, I mean, I, it, I agree with the whole let's create a category at the Oscars. For the special effects were great, especially for the time. I've seen new movies that don't have special effects that are as good. Yeah. But um, uh, a lot of it was just like, what? Why? Why is what? this happening? Okay. So. Johnny? Well, my favorite character... I'm going to go with David. Okay. Interesting choice. Well, because he's just so polarizing. He goes from happy to sad, and I like David. Okay. My least favorite character is also Alex, (laughs) because the fuck's wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) She's got some issues. Even Freud would say so. Um, Most deaf. My favorite line is an American man. I got it. Hold on. (laughs) A naked American man stole my balloons. <laughs> because it's said with an innocence of a child. And even years later, I, you know, I knew it was coming. It still laughed. Yeah. So I was fun. like, all right, that's on the list. It was either that or the... Your come favorite? on, Jack, be serious. Yeah. <laughs> Best tertiary acting by a child? Yes. Balloon kid. My Balloon least favorite kid. tertiary character would be the nurse who checked out his tallywhacker. Mm. Yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, she would be... Because that's not okay. Very upset. Um, oh, my favorite scene is also the um, the porn theater where they're discussing ways to kill him because that's just a lot of fun. <laughs> that's pretty funny. It's the best part of that whole movie. Now, uh, that being said, <laughs> I used to, like I said, I've seen this a lot when I was younger and then hadn't seen it since whatever. Yeah. And it does not hold up very well. That's good. Like, it, it doesn't stay good with time. But it is a piece of American cinema history. So it is a must-watch. I will give it a yay. Interesting. Just right. no, no. It will take you on a nice little ride, and just go with for watch it for what it is. Not a piece of movie theater you can bring today, but a movie for back in 1981 was beautiful. Interesting. Okay, my favorite character is Doctor Hirsch. He takes the job very seriously. Interesting. <laughs> I enjoyed him as well. He was on my He's a good actor. List. But it, but I I the, enjoyed his sense of humor. Like when he said, "Just hold off until you're out of here." I, I would thought have he enjoyed was, more just had scenes a with him. Yeah. I think it would have changed the movie if there had been more Dr. Hirsch. My least favorite character is Chief Inspector Asshole. <laughs> um, my favorite scene is uh, when the werewolf smashes through the, the gate and tears the inspector's head off. That's funny. My favorite line is pretty much anything Gerald says. Gerald is the guy that got killed in the subway. 
because I didn't get into his lines much in, in the movie, but he's pretty fucking hilarious because he's, he's really pissed at David for killing him. Oh, yeah. He's like, I had a wife and a kid, and now I hear I'm supposed to walk the world in limbo because you can't kill yourself or something like that. He <laughs> says, because I'm a victim of your carnivorous lunar activities. <laughs> he, he was pretty freaking hilarious. So pretty much any of his lines were, were funny. And, you know, oh, yeah, the movie. It, it does. It wow. is. It, it's rough. Right it's a rough movie, but. It doesn't hold up well, but. If. If you look at it at horror and you look at it as a werewolf movie, it's it's pretty you know pretty good for a werewolf movie. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. It's, like if it, it came out today, it, it would be like yeah, a, it, would, it would be less than a B movie. But his yeah. son, his son's supposedly re- doing a remake of it, so we'll see. Maybe they can update it a little bit. Maybe it'll be more better. I feel like it wasn't scary enough to be a horror movie and not funny enough to be a horror comedy. A lot of mm-hmm. horror comedies, it's hard to do that. You know, yeah. you're either usually it's accidental. I feel like horror comedies are usually accidental. Mm. Mm. Well, on that note, Carly. Hey. So please find us at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Twitter at unmovie podcast and on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs. You can email unmovie podcast at gmail.com. Please find us. Subscribe, rate, review, like, listen to all of our past episodes. All these Marvel men. Monster Squad. <laughs> all right. Life is I, a house. I recommend Jason X. <laughs> wow. Not the movie, just our episode. Yeah. Never yeah, watch that movie, but listen to our fair episode. Enough. It's a treat. <laughs> well, nope. Oh. Next time on the podcast, it's Carly's pick. And it's a movie I've never seen before, but everybody else here wants me to do it, and it's Tony's birthday pick for me. It is underappreciated, supposedly. We have yet to see. <laughs> Mannequin. Mannequin. Wow. Let's see if it holds up. You know what? Starring the great Kim Cattrall. Welcome back to the podcast. She was just here recently. She was. I think you're gonna enjoy them. I have to find it so I can watch it. I can't believe that you pick keep picking movies that you haven't seen. This is the first one I've ever picked that I've never seen. Didn't you say you you hadn't seen The Dreams May Come? No, she hasn't seen it in a long time. And she remembered like you. Well, that was the movie that she made. She made her own movie. She made Baby. Only Tony Tony made his own movie. I may nay this one. (laughs) Tony has. What did I nay? Jason, Jason X. X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. I was so angry was when you made that because why did I have to watch that? I thought I love that you watched that movie. We got a great podcast out of it. I'm sorry. We I gave the best movie idea ever to the Hollywood um, porn industry. Jason Triple X. I'm sorry. Did that too? It's already done. I will say that the Jason X episode is my favorite episode of our podcast because John and I, John goes with such a good theory and we just ran with that the whole episode. <laughs> Well, you know. It's way better than Hunter Lee. Said no one ever. Not the movie, the episode. <laughs> what do you think? What's your favorite uh, the episode of? It's going to have to be Harley Davidson Marvel, man. Watch you, Carly. I don't know. Because I have people ask us and stuff online, and I'm always like, I don't know, I have to ask everybody. It's like, which one of your children do I don't know, man. It, it's it's different. I have to go back and listen to them. Sorcerer's Apprentice was fucking hilarious. I just like, I re-listened to that. was a whole bath. Yeah, that was hilarious. You were I mean, so angry in the timer episode. The, ta- the timer episode is funny as shit. You know, that really hurt my reality. Um, it is another one of mine, but playing it cool. Playing it cool Actually, is good. I just re-listened to that because we got a bunch of numbers on that. I was like, let me go back and listen to it. It was really good. Yeah. 
Only well, didn't really care for it, but I just didn't like the way you your take on that. I <laughs> also, I, I don't think you should walk away from a microphone while you're talking, because that's also not good. Technically, this is credits, and I don't know why you let it go on so long. It is longer than it you've ever true. let it go on. Well, fine. 